everyone! Welcome to a new episode of the FSC Radio. This week, we're bringing you part two of our conversation with Maria and Ashwin. We'll be talking about the relationships between TAs and professors, about learning while on the job, as well as ending with a little fun Q&A. Hope you enjoy! So you did have uh, weekly meetings with the professor. Could you ever give some input on how the course was given to him? or um, I gave a bit of my own feedback from the year I took it. For example, um, there are a lot of different aspects in the course and it was a bit confusing for me. So I also told him, hey, it's very confusing. You should yeah. ma- really explain to them well. Um, but I didn't get a lot of feedback from students about oh, how okay. they think the course went. So, yeah, I didn't really say, hey, students are thinking your lectures are this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it may also be because the students didn't know. I mean, was the second block yeah. in university? Like, h- how did they know what a right. good course looks yeah. like? And every course is different as well. Yeah. So. Did he ever give you any feedback or t- your the USTAs in general? Um, I don't remember, honestly. I think they might have a bit. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, like, trying to figure out, like, how involved... uh, Like, because I find it interesting, the TAs and the professor, what the relationship kind of is. I think it depends on the course, but I feel like with Jake, it can be very uh, cooperative. Um, And, like... um, uh, They were pretty hands-off, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, they were there always to give feedback or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point, I was very confused about how to, how to grade an exam. Yeah. So I emailed them, this is how I do it. Uh, is this correct? And they emailed back, no, you should do it this way. Um, but other than that, I was just free to do my own thing. Okay, honestly. so you get a lot of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess with the grading, obviously... You get it gets graded by another TA yeah, as well. Yeah. But Ashwin, for you, he, he was he the professor. Did he give like a, a view of how he wanted you to be STA or whatever, or how he imagined the course being given? Uh, yeah. Again, no, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, so you had a lot of freedom. Yeah, it was just uh, it was basically just meet the deadlines. That's it. Right. Yeah. So then, how do you figure out like how you wanna? Uh, what you want to be like as TA, like what you, what you want to do in a class? Um, I kind of just think about how I would like to be taught. Uh, right, most. yeah. Yeah, so mostly just actually talk to the students and actually like go through a couple of those problems and go through them like step by step. So mm-hmm. people, nobody's really missing out on, like, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that stuff where, you know, a couple of professors, they'll just be zooming some past, past some steps. And, like, somebody won't be familiar with it because right, they didn't take yeah. some course. So, might as well just do everything. Yeah, so. okay. So, you just looked at what you like, how you like to be given a course, and then you kind of applied that. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any fun experiences with students who don't understand stuff or, like, they understand way too much and you're like, oh, shit? Or oh, yeah, I had a... Yeah, yeah, no, there was this one student... I think it was, yeah, we were learning about, like, Taylor series, and then somehow we started talking about, like, lie groups and, like, group theory. I have no <laughs> idea how he brought it into the conversation, mm. but, like, yeah, he was going on and on about that, <laughs> and then it was, like, 
what, 45 minutes after class, <laughs> and he was still talking about it. And eventually, I just told him, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, did you ever, like, I think this is something we discussed before as well, Ludi, where you learn something while you're grading? Yeah, well, I can't say that I learned it while I was grading, but, like, you, you get all the concepts and you have it in your head as a sort of vague idea, and then when you apply the grading scheme, like, over and over and you try to explain stuff to students, then suddenly you're like, oh, this is how this works. <laughs> like, yeah. you know that, that that it clicks. I have that a lot, actually. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, that just with this, uh, like, when I bought the complex analysis course, I was going through some stuff because I would have to prepare from beforehand. Like, there was, there was a fair bunch of stuff I didn't understand from complex analysis. Yeah. And I had to go back and I had to really think about, like, how would you teach this? And only then did, like, most of the concepts really kind of click with you. Yeah, but I also like teaching is the best way to learn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. if you need to explain it, you need to understand it. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's natural. Um, let's see. Do you have any fun students? Yeah, stories? do you have any <laughs> fun stories, Maria? Um, at some point, I was explaining um, like the celestial sphere and how the Earth turns and how the stars turn with that, and it's very confusing. You have to think. Not even 3D, I think yeah, 4D. Yeah, everything and it's, moves. It's, it's so annoying. It's so <laughs> confusing. And um, in my first class, I tried to draw it on the board and I was confused myself and my drawing didn't make any sense. And I sp we spent like 20 minutes just like, uh, uh, how does this work? So in my uh, second group, um, I thought about it. I, I need something like an actual object in 3D to show it to them. So while they were working on their assignment, I uh, left in the building and I started searching for like <laughs> a, a sphere or something to use. Um, and I think they were handing out uh, diplomas. <laughs> nice. And they had like a balloon arch. Oh. And I walked <laughs> up to them and explained, hi, I'm a TA and I'm explaining something with circles. Can I please borrow a balloon? <laughs> And That's they were amazing. so confused, and, and I was like, I don't know, I have to go ask. And they left and came back, and yes, you can have a balloon. Okay, thank you. And I went back, <laughs> and with a the, with the whiteboard marker, drew like all kinds of coordinates on it. And I tried to explain it with this balloon. Everyone was so confused, and it didn't even work. Oh, that's Aww. depressing. You have yeah. this whole teaching innovation, and then... Yeah, no, it didn't <laughs> work. It didn't work. So did you ever have a moment where you're explaining something and then you realize at that moment, like, oh, I've got it wrong this whole time? Oh, definitely. All the time. Really? And yeah. then you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I would just say, I'm sorry, uh, ignore all of that I just <laughs> said, starting yeah. it again. That's very, very relatable. Mm. Okay. What do you think, like, as a student, uh, I, yeah, you guys still have, like, courses, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you're a student and a TA is like, um, actually, I just misexplained all of that, like, how do you feel about that? Wait, when a professor does that? Uh, when a professor or your TA, like the TA that's TAing you. Oh, honestly, after after being a TA myself, like I completely understand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, it, make, it makes a lot of sense because, like, you know, sometimes you just yeah, you're just not in your element. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it depends for me. Like, depends on how much I've written down. <laughs> like, if I've written down like a whole page of equations and I'm like wait no it doesn't make sense yeah, starting over yeah. and I'm annoyed that but other than that so I mean it, it was always fine yeah mm, so the next question kind of ties into that um, after you were a TA did you kind of 
reflect on how you behave as a student? And did it change maybe um, the way you view tutorials or something? Uh, I got less annoyed about how long it takes to grade something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I never ask about when's the grade coming anymore right. because honestly, it's a it's a disaster. <laughs> it's so much work. So I just leave them be now. Just a question for right now. Do you guys? Oh no, you're not actually TAing at this moment, right? No. Okay. I was like, oh, a candid question. How much uh, assignments do you still have to grade right now? But <laughs> if you're not TAing, then I think the the honest answer would be probably be all of them still, all the time, <laughs> every day, all of yeah. them. And if it's not those for this week, it's those for last week. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you? Did it change you in any way? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, pretty much the same way. Oh, okay. Yeah, just I just, I mean, I never really asked for grades like early beforehand. I was always the type of guy to never really talk about it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I started asking less questions actually. Oh. Uh, what I don't kind know. of questions? Yeah, like you know, like the small type of questions where like, oh, is this right? And then, <laughs> it, yeah, you know, like those very small confirmation questions. I, mm -hmm. I stopped doing those. Why? Yeah. Because they're annoying, or? Honestly, yes. I found I find <laughs> them a little I find them a little annoying, but well, you know, like if a student really needs to know. Like, yeah, I, but I what do you then do with that question? Do you just first look it up in a book or something? Uh, like if you have a confirmation question but you don't ask it, how do you get the confirmation? Uh oh, okay, maybe I should clarify as in like confirmation as in like you know when like they start talking about something else? Mm -hmm. Like you're focusing on one subject and then they'll they'll say they'll like try to relate it to like a completely wildly different subject. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the type of stuff I mean. Like, that's, I kind of tried to stop doing that because I feel oh, like, right. okay. yeah, it gets a bit off topic. Yeah, that's yeah. like a digression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. But was TAing what you guys expected? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, being online, there wasn't really much to expect. Right. So. Yeah, it was what I expected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a boring answer. But there was nothing that like surprised you. Um, yeah, no, not really. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I How know. About you? I didn't think it was what I expected. Um, I think I went into it um, thinking, oh, all my TAs—they always knew what they were doing, what they were talking about—and um, then I went into it basically unsure of everything. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, I realized that that's very normal for TAs, I think, that they just went into it and go like, I don't know, if I don't know something, I'll ask or Google it. You realized that because it was your experience or because yeah. other TAs also had that experience? Um, I realized that because was I was in it and right. I don't think I was very different than any other ah, TAs. Right. Um, I acted the same, I think, which shows that... We're all people. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Do you guys feel like teachers already? Or maybe not already. I don't know what your f further career plans are. But do you feel like a teacher or do you really feel like a teaching assistant? Yeah, I feel like an assistant. <laughs> Definitely. What do you think is the difference? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's... Uh, not giving like actual 45 minute lectures really maybe it's it's just yeah you're just there to help them i guess that's what i like 
as yeah. an assistant. Mm -hmm. I think I found a hidden passion for not teaching, but science communication. Mm. Oh, really? Um, after that, I applied for a job uh, doing exactly that. Um, it's called at the Mobile Planetarium. So it's mo mainly I give like science presentation about astronomy to children. And during uh, my TA, I discovered, wait, I actually kind of like telling people about, you know, the universe and whatever. And I am looking, I, I want to do more of that. So I got this job and now I uh, want to teach people from my high school and people at home home. I just want to show them, you know, how cool science is. I think I discovered that passion a bit. Yeah. Are the kids better students than the students here? <laughs> Uh, they ask less difficult questions, that's for <laughs> sure. But no, I think teaching children, like actual, like five to 12 year olds is way harder than <laughs> teaching yeah. students. I can imagine. I noticed that especially this year, I follow one um, like science course and we're all so quiet and everyone listens to the TA. And we're all just writing down exactly what she says. While children, you know, don't care. They can give a shit about the teacher. They can scream through you. While students are very... Well-behaved. Well-behaved yeah. students, yeah. Even if they sometimes uh, write rude emails. But <laughs> apart from that... You have that? People yeah. writing rude emails? Well... I don't know, sometimes when, when people try to push their grade a bit and they go a bit too... Well, they don't go too far, like, they're not, like, actually rude. But when you get, like, five emails about the same assignment, when you've already said, no, we really can't improve your grade, then, yeah, that's a bit pushy. Mm. But it's not screaming through your lecture, so <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So will you... This is a side question, you don't need to included necessarily but will you apply for the minor course for students that are uh, outside of astronomy they have like the minor for people who don't do astronomy oh yeah TAs for that i might there is a course um teaching astronomy to non-astronomy yeah, people that's that's it but I might depends on whether this one professor who's on vacation will reply <laughs> to my email or right. whether I have the job or not. So I you said that you discovered like a, a passion for science communication. So did you f do you feel like TAing helped you um, like prepare you for your career after? Um, definitely, yeah. I don't know how much I will do of science communication in the future. I don't want, don't think I want to do have that as my job, but it's. I think it's vital for any scientists to know how to convey what you're yeah, what you're researching to the public, and I think really important. many yeah. scientists don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it definitely does. Uh, it teaches you how to um, how to tailor what you know to who you're telling it to, because like the student doesn't know what you're talking about when you teach them whatever. So and not everyone like really processes that when teaching something. And a lot of um, TAs or professors, they think everyone knows what they know. Yeah, and also that they have the same kind of vocabulary or understanding or like they, if you say the same thing to like 70 different students, not all of them will get what you mean. Yeah. But I feel like 
sometimes they just assume that you know what they're saying mm. <laughs> when yeah that might not be the case of have the same way of thinking yeah because the same explanation doesn't work for everyone yeah actually that <laughs> ties into a question we kind of forgot is did you notice like that the we have you know it's an international university we have a lot of international students did you notice any difference there like was there any pro not not necessarily problems but um um i've noticed this as a student myself but also as a ta that uh, the dutch curriculum uh, from high school is very one project based and two independent Mm -hmm. Like in high school, you're, it's not weird to get uh, a project or assignment and be like, hey, go do this and I'll see you in two weeks when you finished it. While um, other countries are way more memorization, way more repeat what the teacher did, way more um, yeah. hold, hand-holding <laughs> And how about you, Ashwin? I know you're from Canada, right? Yeah, born in India, lived in Canada most of my life. Yeah, I, actually, I agree like 100% with what you just said. It's mostly just because, like, for example, like me and you, we took IB, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of students who take IB, they already know how to write like lab reports and stuff like that. Like they know the whole structure on how to write a report, like what to include in your data analysis. And then if you have like some other students from like another completely different part of the world, they haven't taken IB. So they don't really know how to write a report. They don't know what to include already beforehand. And uh, yeah, in a way, again, like because of the Dutch, the Dutch curriculum, a lot of professors, at least from physics lab one, they assume that you know like a basic structure yeah. on how to write a report. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. At the end of the day, I'm just saying what she's saying. Yeah, yeah but uh, like, is it difficult because you don't know uh, the basic uh, knowledge that people have and then you kind of discover, wait, they don't know how to do this? Yeah, and exactly. then you need to explain it to them. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of what I was talking about earlier as well. It's like I try to just go through uh, absolutely everything. Like oh, like you assume nobody knows anything, basically. Yeah, I a little bit. To. Yeah, okay. So not because that's always something that annoyed me during like my uh, mathematics courses. Then they're like, "Oh, this part is trivial." And then yes. I was always yeah. like, um, yeah. yeah, maybe it's trivial, but I'm very insecure about my math, so uh, help. Especially when they're like referring to like 20 different theorems in yeah. like oh. all these different places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like calculus just has a Bible with uh, like the background information that you need to know, which I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I consider Stuart to be the calculus Bible. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it has the size <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to say anything about how TAing prepared you, or maybe you feel like is now preparing you for your future career? Yeah, again, same thing as what she said. Oh, okay. okay. It's mostly, yeah, just like communicating how to actually, get, like, how to get the scientific idea across. I think it's really useful in that. Because, like, you know, you might understand something, but you don't know how to explain it. And I think explaining it is probably the most important part. Yeah, yeah. Do you okay. feel cooler now that you've T8? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel cooler? <laughs> yes, I feel immensely much cooler. <laughs> I f yeah, you know, when you see like uh, people from the second year or first year, I'd be like, hey, I'm a 
TA. I yeah. taught you. I gave you grades. I don't know. I feel I feel cool because I did that. So the power goes to your head a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I will never admit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so is there what would you tell someone who's interest interested in becoming a TA? Just email the professor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very practical advice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... I didn't realize how easy it is to get this job or... Well, I think that honestly, it depends on your course. And also you have very high grades in general, right? So. Sure, but um, I went into university thinking um you have to be amazing at everything right. and um that professors are like godlike creatures you <laughs> don't come near them you don't ask them anything don't look them in the eye but um for any ta job or um for example for a research project or anything you can just come up to them and ask them hey i'm this person can i do you have time or a job for me and I didn't realize that and I think people should know that you can ask like if you want to do extra things you can yeah it's possible yeah, I think also people should, a lot of people need to like realize that like other TAs are also just students. other students yeah so yeah like again like just with also with like small stuff like you're handing in an assignment if it's super messy like it's another T it's another student <laughs> who's going to be reading that yeah it's like if you can't be bothered to read your own work then like if you can't read it then like you know stuff like that yeah Um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to say about TAing or whatever? It's fun, yeah. It's fun, okay. It's just, like, if people are considering, uh, I don't know if I'm too stupid for it or whatever, just just try. Yeah, it's, You might suck, but everyone has had a bad TA at some point and it didn't ruin your life. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first time you stand in front of a classroom, like, the first time I, I was, like teaching someone in a real classroom I was just I tried to like speak to the group and I just couldn't say anything because I was too scared so then I kept I, I don't know I just went to students individually and I was like oh how's it going I'm your TA so yeah the the initial fear like that was pretty high for me but you get over it so did yeah you and it sounds like it's a good experience to have as a yeah as a person like for your uh character growth or whatever you definitely, definitely get less scared yeah. about professors and other students yeah and I, i feel like it puts the whole university setting more in perspective because you see both both sides of it yeah you get a better view of how it works yeah, yeah that it's a system that may have faults in some places but generally it works you know it's It's not out to get you or whatever. No, no, no. And also, kind of codependent <laughs> on the students, right? What do you mean? Well, because they they ask students to become teachers very quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um, are we ready for the fun questions? <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's quite an abrupt uh, um, transition. Transition. Uh, so. The hardest part is over, but we still have some problems to discuss. <laughs> For example, oh, yeah, would you rather have students with the handwriting of a toddler or have students that always have something to say about their grading? Basically, they're all Karens. Hmm. Wait, so it's handwriting versus 
grades. Yes. So there, what you just said about like when you hand in uh, work and you can't even read it yourself. Basically, every student you have has the handwriting of a toddler. Or every time you grade them, they're like, hey, what the fuck did you do? Give me a better grade, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. Or I would go with... Okay, terrible handwriting just means you just can't do your job. So or it's going to take a lot hours. of effort. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I'm go with the grading. Hmm. Yeah, me too. I think at some point you can just go to your professor and be like, "Hey, this is not working. You right. grade them, please." <laughs> <laughs> but what if the professor is like, "Well, that is your job." Cry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just ignore all the emails. Okay. Yeah, might as well do that. <laughs> just forward them to the professor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next one. <laughs> Would you rather only be able to whisper when you teach or everything you say in class is always audible to the professor? So they, so if you say something stupid, then they will know. Oh, so your mic is always on? Not yeah, not and mic. always like broadcasting <laughs> to Into the brain of your professor. Head. Yeah, when you're in the classroom. When you're saying, <laughs> yeah, I don't okay, understand the student <laughs> either. <laughs> so you also can't like badmouth your professor. I'm not saying you guys do that, but... We would never. Oh, never. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what was the first option? Any uh, respect for my professors. Oh. <laughs> Only whisper when you teach. <laughs> I think the second one, without a doubt. So it's like, hello, my name is Marie. <laughs> I no, no, ASMR. <laughs> oh, I hate ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Yeah, same. I go for the whisper as well. But then your voice is ruined after like a, a whole hour. And you can't say anything in front of the class. No, I would go for broadcasts into the head of the oh, professor. okay. Because I don't think I stay that much stupid shit. Oh, okay. Oh. And if I do... Says something you guys about are your very confident. Yeah. Okay, so this one <laughs> is a bit different. <laughs> would you rather instantly smell like fermented blue cheese when you walk into the <laughs> classroom <laughs> or have students with very stinky armpits so all of them are afraid to raise their hands? <laughs> How exactly does fermented blue cheese smell like? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like like molded wet socks, basically. But you only smell like that in the classroom. Yes, so you walk in and instantly you you like Everyone radiate. And you can't, and you can't say it's online. But if you walk out... Then, then, it's, then, uh, then it's gone, but you oh. need to stay inside to That'd teach. be kind of cool. I would like show my students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the and classroom. then they're like, like okay, we trick. want a new TA. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So blue cheese or like, okay, basically it's like, or you smell terrible or all the students have terribly smelling armpits. So they're like, they smell and they don't want to lift their arms. Can I wear a mask? Yeah, uh, I think that's fine. I guess. But I mean, they smell the, each other as well. So then that's their problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who cares about their comfort now? But what if nobody wants to raise their hands anymore? I mean, to be fair, nobody really asks questions anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but uh, this is actually not a good question for you because you teach online, right? True, but yeah. the you know the blackboard thing. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you want fermented cheese? No, no, I would go oh, for the stinky arms. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, <laughs> would you rather teach in rollerblades, but you're also blind? Um, or <laughs> would you rather have to sing everything that you say? Rollerblades, 
Please but, give me the rollerblades. Forever or only in the no, classroom? classroom. Rollerblades. I'm not gonna sing. I but would rather blind. die. You're blind. You're blind. How will you help the students if you're blind? And you're on rollerblades, so you'll just fall every second. <laughs> but they'll just go up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but they can't move your hands and stuff. You know, because you're blind, so. Would you want to sing? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I take it over the roll blades and being blind. <laughs> Just give them, like, an informative rap or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's science communication, right? Yes, yeah, science communication, Maria. I'm not a, in a creative study. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, singing versus blind and rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Would you rather that the pre- uh, professor is able to read your mind in meetings... Or you are only able to say 10 words in total in the meeting. Yeah, I'd say 10 words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how much I say anyways. Right. I didn't take that into account. Okay. So if someone offered you a deal where you would get a million euros if every one of your students passes the course, but for everyone uh, that doesn't pass, yeah, your life expectancy goes down, goes down by five years, then would you take it? Yes. Oh, yes. you're very confident. Yes. But I mean, my life expectancy probably isn't that long anyway, so it's... Yeah, but if then they, you if don't want to shorten, shorten it, right? Yeah, but, okay, it actually it depends on which course you're teaching as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if you're teaching, like, electricity and magnetism, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm, t- I'm taking that. <laughs> if you teach interest to astronomy, almost everyone passes, so give me that chance, please. Okay, so what if you have an average course? Where, like, I what, don't know, what, what 80% would be an average pass? Course in... I would say electricity and magnetism is an average course, or mechanics and relativity, or whatever. Thermal, those are average courses, but then, right? Okay, so you have three students who don't pass the course. Your life expectancy goes down by 15 years. Do you want to take that gamble? What, okay, if you wh- what do you mean by my students? As in, like. The uh, students you teach. Oh, okay. So, so, what if you happen to have a group of like very unmotivated, terrible students? Then you tell them, no, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you pressure them. <laughs> you maybe, have to study. Maybe that's a good technique to get people to pass the course. <laughs> this feels a bit squid gamey. <laughs> <laughs> I Very might or guys. might not have uh, wrote this question afterwards. After watching it, no, I didn't. This is a tough question. Uh, I think I might pass and earned the million dollars through hard work and dedication. Oh, wow. It's How inspiring. I know. Yeah, I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, that were the, the, the difficult questions. Yes. That's it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of our podcast. And thank you so, so much to Maria and Ashwin for being such good people to interview for our first couple of episodes. We'll see you next week with hopefully just as good an interview as this one. Bye.